Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show. It's a big week, it's a big episode, it's a big number. Episode 100, an episode that for once does not have an analogous player number because there's never been a player to wear number 100. That's not true, I don't think. I'm pretty sure there is a guy... Three-digit number on the back of a jersey? I think there was a person who did it once. I feel like I read about it, that there was a guy that wore 100, like, early on, and then the leagues were like, no, this isn't... We're not allowing this. Because I remember... Like even but maybe the, not. over the course of this past weekend, as Canada was celebrating its 150th, seeing people wearing like Canada 150 baseball jerseys, right. and just yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. "What? This this is not right." Um, but Justin Morissette with you once again, and as always with me is Stephen Heck, John Cullen, and I agree that it's not right to wear a Canada 150 baseball jersey. How much of a loser are you? I saw a lot of Canada baseball jerseys on. Yeah, Saturday, like Canada actually. is like I get I, like wearing Canada stuff. Obviously, I'm down with. And like, but it's like July, one... so obviously a baseball go, jersey boys. makes more sense than a hockey jersey. NFL uh, line judge, line judge, Tom yeah. Simonette. Number 100. Oh, well, then it's an episode that promises to be a, a very... A line judge. <laughs> consistent line judge. An episode that will always stay in the lines. Yes. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. We can only hope. Uh, but yeah, I feel like uh, I just... Like, to get into the 150 part of it is like, who cares, you know? Like, that's the thing that gets me. Like, I get celebrating Canada Day, even though there's obviously some issues with that as well. But like... I get celebrating it, but like 150, like who cares? Like I can remember when I was like seven and Canada 125 was also like a big thing. It's like, who gives a shit? Like it just, it's I just, don't. It's like a big number. It's a, yeah, it's a round so number. So it's an excuse for the government to yeah. throw a big party. But it's just so, because like not everyone's going to be around for like 100, 200, 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get it. I just. Also, I just don't understand people who are like, I mean, oh, I got to get a Canada 150 yeah. base for like, for like, the yes. elderly people in your life, John. It's for them because they're it, not going to be here to see 2026. I won't be here to see 200, most likely. No, not 200, but 2026 will be 250 for the I don't US. know, 200? You probably would be. Well, unless be, none of us are here because be, yeah, the earth exactly. has been. I'd be. I'll be Phil Kessel. So 200 is, is 50 I'll be years from now. You don't think you're going to live to be 81? I'm I mean, gonna be, who knows? John's going to be killed by a fan uh, around the age <laughs> super, of 47. Super possible. I would be 78. Yeah. That's definitely when people get obsessed enough with pe- when they're like 47. There's, there's like, oh, I'm no, taking this guy off. There's <laughs> no way I'm living to 78. Like, I'm sorry. There's just no Well, I way. assume, John, that you'll have done your like late-in-life comedian shift oh, towards right. like ultra-conservatism. You'll, do, you'll <laughs> be like the, the Dennis Miller uh, of 50 years from I'll now. I'll be like... Or uh, I guess that's 15 years from now. I'll be the new Kurt uh, Schilling, and whoever the new Chris James is will be calling <laughs> into my radio show. That'll shows be my and, son. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but we are keeping Little, some... Little uh, Twitter hack will be calling me on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the phone. Adolf hack. We're keeping some... <laughs> some 
traditions alive here. We uh, are just like back on episode one, recording in a kitchen. I feel like this is an important thing. A piece of that's true. There's no dog wandering around. No, there's no dog. And She's up a, on Hornby. It's a much nicer, uh, much nicer. It is kitchen. as much yeah. as I loved the old uh, East Van house there. Yeah, true. We're, we're all seated oh, yeah, along a, a bar house. right now, so none of us are able to like. Yeah, make it's eye very contact. uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Uh, it's, They're all looking at my computer. Yeah. So I'm gonna start looking at weird shit so they don't look at the computer. <laughs> yeah, what's up? And oh, usually hey, I can Stephen's never computer. see Stefan's computer. So this is a very strange. Give me a give me a childhood cartoon you loved. Uh, no, because you're going to rule no, no. 30 for it. You he for is sure going to rule 30 for it. And, and I actually, feel like we've done Darkwing Duck already. We have. We definitely have. That was the anal beads was yeah. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Get out of here. I don't, <laughs> I don't want this right now. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Stefan, you and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago in the Facebook group. Old, yeah. like... Power Rangers knockoffs. Oh, this is a Russian website. So VR Trooper. Yeah, yeah. And Big Bad Beetleborgs. I thought of another Beetleborgs one. Is great, but wasn't Beetleborgs the same company? It's, it's all. Saban? It's all Saban. All of them. Because yeah. it's all a push to try and sell right. similar looking toys. Yeah. But I thought of a really good one. All oh, right. So they combined Jap- footage from a Japanese series. Yeah. With, and that's what Power Rangers did too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I thought of a really good one since we were same doing this thing. Same company. Saban Entertainment. Which you might also remember. Do you recall Mystic Knights of Tiernanog? I do remember that name. No. I never watched it, but it I was, definitely remember Tiernanog. It was a, it was like a Power Rangers thing where they were it's like an Irish American yeah, fantasy adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I actually remember Tiernanog. Oh, I'm like Celtic cyber warriors. I I would have remembered that. Yeah, because I would have been watching. I would have been like nine when this came out. So I would have been watching. My yeah, little brother. I remember was Fox definitely Ki- into oh, that Fox one. So. Kids. Oh my god! Great network. X-Men cartoon, Spider-Man cartoon. Actually, I just am remembering now that we're already into the episode and we've made a different plan for it, that it would have been funny to do every segment we've ever done on the show. Yeah. Oh, episode yeah. 100. Yeah. But um, uh, who cares? You know the X-Men theme song <laughs> is, a, is a Whitney Houston song? I did not know that. I like this. Is it cool? Uh, Here we go. Okay. So listen to this. Okay, you got to hear it by itself. But I, it's, yeah, I, it sounds like the X-Men song. Oh, my God. It for sure 100%. Yeah. Okay, anyway. That's crazy. Yeah. Cool, just a bunch of virgins talking X-Men. Well, I'm talking Whitney Houston, too. Well, that, too, both. Surprising. Um, what were you saying? I can't remember what I was saying. Something about Fox Kids, possibly. This is just going great. Oh, this is wonderful. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> you were Rule 34 in me the whole time. I was. I was. Uh, here we go. Okay, anyway. You are a trickster. Of course I am. Um, I'm low-key. Yeah, I mean. Low-key thick. Get out of here. <laughs> You're not low-key thick, except for your head. Uh, that's high-key thick. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. I remember these guys from Beast Wars. Oh, my God. Okay, that's that's bad. softcore. That's, that's very soft, softcore. softcore. You're fine with that. You well, can I'm deal. not fine with it. Yeah, it's, still, fine. it's still well, cartoon porn. They're not even porn. shirtless. You can just see the shape of yeah, the boob. I get it, but it's still cartoon porn. That's, no matter It's wh- not. This is not no, porn. Okay, no matter how this you is, slice like it. You could do this with your action figures. Okay, but 
I'm saying though, and I, did. I could do this didn't. in like an engagement it's, photo shoot. <laughs> See, these it's still are, uncomfortable. How is it uncomfortable? That would be a weird ass engagement <laughs> photo shoot. Yeah, if you were dressed grinding. up as Beast Wars characters. True. That's true. That's true. <laughs> What's going on here? What is that? Oh, I see. It's the wasp woman. Remember, she was the hottest uh, beast. No, this is this isn't even a segment. I know. I'm just distracted. So you guys stop looking at my computer. I don't care about your computer. I'm trying to look at you guys. Yeah, I'm trying to make eye contact. Okay. Well, anyway, which uh, seems like a big mistake. Well, Stefan hates making eye contact. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. That's why he's moving to Los Angeles. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You don't have to make eye contact with anyone. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And there's a lot of questions asking you about like when you're going to be mugged. All yeah, Verdicus sort of asked about that. I've, I lived there for five months. It's fine. Yeah, but you're a big guy. Yeah, I'm me. People were like scared of me down there. They well, I'm not I saying that. Be but the it, mugger. But, no, no, no. But I mean, look at me. I'm just this. I'm this little shithead. Yeah, you look like you couldn't even lift your wallet. So like, no, <laughs> I can. I can do pull-ups. I think you like. I was doing some pull-ups earlier today. <laughs> I would. I would assume if I saw you walking down the street, that probably that guy probably doesn't even have his wallet on him. It's too heavy. He left it at home. I don't think I would ever think that about a grown man. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Fucking uh, probably can't even carry his own wallet. Pretty heavy. Probably too heavy for him. <laughs> but I mean, hey. What maybe, was our... Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Do we have a, a seat cake thing or what? We, we, do, we yeah. do, yeah. But before we got there, I How wanted to... How many fucking tabs do you have open? Holy shit. A lot. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got some Well, that's problems. why your computer's like so slow all the time, isn't it? Yeah. You have like 50 tabs yeah, open. Yeah, that's why. It's, it's gotten to the point where, you know, when you have yeah. too many tabs open is when you just see the logo for the website and not like the words themselves. Yeah, it's because I'm constantly keeping tabs open of things that we talked about as we recorded so that I can drop them into the blog later. But you can bookmark, huh? I guess I could, yeah. but then that would be a lot of bookmark managing. Yeah, but you, you, that's the whole... There's bookmark management. It's, it's where you get folders and stuff. And I don't... That seems like a lot of work, though. I guess. I mean, this, this works, too. <coughs> I mean, I'm going to take I'm a picture. It's going to leave a lot of tabs open in the same way that, like, I am not going to request to be verified. It's fine. You got to do it. No. It's all good. He's just afraid of being denied. <laughs> that's yeah, why I'm going to tweet, I'm gonna tweet this out right now, and people are going to start... Uh, Picking through my tabs. Oh, yeah. Is there any porn tab up there? No. Okay. It's, it's multiple not, it's things of the same website, honestly. It's almost all Twitter and Facebook. And YouTube. And YouTube. Gmail. And WWE Network. Rule 34. And the, and the Real Good Just Show. classic websites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like all the classics. Um, but I did want to make the case, Stefan, because you're heading down to Los Angeles very, very soon. Uh, and, presumably. Yeah, apparently and, I'm... And uh, we talked last week with Kevy from Fake Shark about how uh, now is not a great time to become a Clippers fan because it seems like the team is imploding. But yeah. since we had that conversation, Blake Griffin re-signed with the Clippers. It looks like Danilo Gallinari is about to sign a three-year deal in the Clippers, with the Clippers, rather. And, you know, I think, I think the time is right still. For you to be a Clippers fan instead of a Lakers fan. I'm considering it. The fact that Blake Griffin is still there, that's got to weigh into your consideration. It, d- it, cer- it certainly does. Are the tickets cheaper for the, for the Clippers too? Or uh, probably the same? Tough to say. They're a better team overall, so it might be a bit more expensive. I'm not sure, though, if the Lakers ever dropped their prices to match how bad they were, though. I have no idea. Right. Well, we'll find out. Um but I do have to reconsider my basketball bandwagon team. Yeah, for sure. and I hope you do. And I, 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 I tell you, you know where you can find out 
if uh, that is the case, of course, for the, the ticket price. Thing? Yeah, if the ticket prices had risen or is or there fallen. some sort of like ticket app? I believe that there is, in that fact. That aggregates all of the tickets and compares the prices directly to one another? Yeah, so you would be able to see wow. Lakers tickets and Clippers tickets side by side and know for I mean, certain... I would rather see the game. ...when you're getting the, ticket, the very best deal. But if you bought the ticket, then you could see oh, the I, game. Oh, I see. I see and the best works, way yeah. to buy the ticket would be through the SeatGeek mobile app. Because as we all know, gentlemen, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy, and that is with SeatGeek, because SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. Does that sound pretty good to you, Stefan? It does. Does, does that, would that impact... Which team you would choose? It who, might. Who had it, the cheaper it very tickets? well could. It very well could. Well, I tell you, no matter what team has the cheaper tickets, you would get a discount if this is your first time using the app. Because not only does SeatGeek save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals, not only do they get you the most bang for your buck by grading every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget, not only is every purchase fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek, with confidence, not only should you make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater, but, Stefan, but, but, best of all, yes. our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase just by downloading the SeatGeek app to their phone and entering the promo code REALGOOD today. Now, once again, Stefan, that's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Excellent. I saw someone on Twitter... Uh, messaging in to say that he had used the yeah the, yeah. Good, the good boy Corey Schneider yeah. not the goalie uh, he, no he's an old friend of mine uh, back from uh, used to chat with him on uh, on a hockey message board back in the day and then he started a very successful blog called Shutdown Line uh, and then he got a job with an NHL team so he was working for an NHL team for a while he was the first guy to start tracking zone entries and exits and was like wow. probably the first internet stats guy to get hired to an NHL team uh, one of the first he wasn't the first I think Tulski was maybe the first but uh, Corey and or maybe uh, yeah so he, he was in around when like uh, Tulski yeah uh, yeah the Devils or, or, or yeah they hired someone or the Hurricanes maybe. Yeah. I can't remember, he, but... He made a deal with the Devils. He made a deal with the Devils, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Corey never disclosed what team he worked for, but he got hired around that time when, like, the first wave of analytics guys was getting hired, like Dello and Tulski and those those guys. Sorry That's for... It's uh, weird that it would be a secret. R.I.P. your yeah. mentions, Justin. Why? Oh. It's oh, get, you it's just tweeted ugly. how many tabs I have? Oh, fuck. Yeah, People are mad. Yeah. They're mad at you. Uh, <laughs> we also have donors to thank. We do. Yeah, so we do. So let's play this goddamn theme song. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money. That we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck your parents. <laughs> Thank you to the good boy, Jamie Jansen. It could be good girl. Shouldn't say, shouldn't discriminate based it's on the name. It's a unisex name. Yeah. It is. Uh, Jamie Jansen. Uh, kind of sounds like a porn name, to be honest. So. Yeah. The Jensen part, for yeah. sure. Jamie it's Jansen. It's yeah. the, just the fact that it's alliterative. You're yeah. either yeah, like exactly. a superhero or a porn star. Yeah. Uh, I also would like to thank uh, Matthew Ehler. 
I'm going to guess that that's how you pronounce his last oh, name. Let's see. Uh, math. It could be Oler. It's. Uh, mm. But I'm going Ehler. I'm going to. I'm going to go with Ehler on that one. I'm going to go Oeller. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Oler. Okay. Well, we'll see what's correct. Uh, Matthew with one T. Let us know who got it correct. Thank you. He pledged five dollars as well. And thank you to Kevin Tarr. Uh, also for uh, pledging $5 to the show. And I feel like maybe he donated before and then is back, back in the game. Uh, but thank you, Kevin, for that. And thank you to uh, Jonathan Feather, who also donated to the show this month. So we also got tarred and feathered on Patreon this oh month. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Why, you made up a fictional person to make that horrible joke. I thought Jonathan Feather. Jonathan Feather? No, of course not. You couldn't tell from when he said Jonathan Feather. No, I was like, because it sounded like he was referencing like an earlier donation. Yeah, yeah, but no one is named that. Jonathan, Jonathan Feather. I don't Feather. know. I'm going to Google. I'm going to look it up on Facebook I like that you right chose now. Jonathan. Jonathan Feather. Jonathan Feather. LinkedIn. Jonathan, there's Jonathan Feathers. Oh, here's Jonathan Feather. He oh, here works. we go. Yeah, perfect. He Jonathan works. Feather, and is guess he who he is? He's a flight dispatch technical <laughs> specialist. Of course he is. For Virgin Australia. There's no way that's a real profile. Oh, I don't know. it that's is real. real. There's a lot of Jonathan Feathers on, on Facebook, actually. So this fake well, name that I just invented uh, has a lot of uh, grounding in reality, it turns out. And in fact, it might have been one of them. I, it's not a fake name. It's very real, in fact. How dare you? Thank you to the Australian Jonathan Feather (laughs) for taking time out of his busy schedule as a flight dispatch technical specialist. And making sure we could be both tarred and feathered. Okay, well, you don't have to say it a second time. And, of course, donating $5 a month on the Patreon gets you some uh, sweet, sweet bonus content. True. Uh, including the Beba Boys episode that came out uh, since we last recorded. Yes, and one of John, my favorite episodes. Yeah, you thought it was one of the best things we'd ever done. Yeah, I think it was a shitty movie, but our episode was extremely funny, I thought. I thought we did a really good job of summing up that horrible movie and having a good time. And, and I, people seem to agree with me. People I was, were saying it was a good episode. I was really impressed by the bonus stuff that turned up in our Facebook group related to the movie. Yeah, B- uh, Bishnu. Uh, yeah, Bishnu Bhattacharya. Posted a, a bunch of links in the Facebook group to all of like the real world stuff yeah. that was happening because I thought it was ridiculous that this gangster would be mouthing off to the media and they just like carry on it TV live yeah. on TV. But apparently in the nineties that actually yeah, did happen. He actually did it. Yeah. yeah, there's a great clip of him on YouTube being like, "Yeah, I'll kill you," or or no, he calls him a bitch. Yeah, he yeah, calls the guy a bitch. And so great. I just came away from all those clips thinking that. Like, why wasn't that movie a period piece set in the 90s? Totally. So we could see all of the luxury cars from 1994. Yeah, like a Honda Civic. A big deal that maybe his kid got to play Super Nintendo or something. Yes, totally, totally. I feel like that would have improved the movie big time. True. (laughs) Hundredfold. True. Um, But yeah, uh, this month on the Patreon, we have a great. Uh, mailbag episode that will be coming out that we, yeah, we already last did it. week. Yeah, yeah that's and, for and it will have July. A very echoey kind of sound quality to it, like this episode does, because we recorded in what was basically an empty apartment. That's right. I was moving. Yeah, all I, your stuff I moved, was gone. I moved out of Real Good Studios. Yeah, that's the farewell. We're recording in a kitchen. Now. That's the yes. farewell to Real Good Studios. The farewell, yes. And Goodbye. of course, you would also get the uh, recorded audio from the RGS and Friends stand-up show that we did last month. Yes. yes. So lots of reasons to donate this month. But uh, let's give you some reasons to stick around for the free show this week by getting into the, the, the issues. Now, Stefan, you had said that as you know, the fact that uh, the Canucks drafted Elias Pettersson at the draft, yeah. you were not going to say anything bad yeah. about Jim Benning for the month of July. 
and I feel like Jim Bennion is kind of making it easy on you to not do that. It's it's like he was listening to like it it, it is no it's it's um, he wanted to do you a favor. I can really find like there's a couple things that maybe I would change uh, just contract wise with their with their signings, but I mean for there was nothing. If you can sign five free agents and none of them cripple your franchise, uh, you've done pretty well, I would say. Yeah. Because, because July 1st is, like, we signed Louis Erickson last year, and uh, I can retroactively criticize that, I think. I don't know that you can. Okay, you well. Saying, does that, is, do I, you think okay. that falls inside I the rules, John? I won't. Yeah, you can't. You said you wouldn't say anything okay, bad about Okay, you're right, Jim you're Benny. right, you're right. Well, I will just say we signed Louis Erickson last year yeah. on July 1st. And then this year we did not do something like that. <laughs> That's true. That's good. So no, we did. We did that. Yeah, and they're both yeah. good. But yours the makes least, a bit more sense. It makes at least. sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It was it was kind of crazy because uh, yeah, the Leafs. Uh, everyone was like, "Oh, you know, if the Leafs want to really go for it, th- like they might want to go for it." While these young players are on a on their ELCs, and uh, I guess going for it meant getting a lot of old players. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot of got old Ron players. Hainsey. We got Ron Hainsey, Stanley Cup. He's champion. one for one in the playoffs. One for one, baby. He's going to be two for two next year. He's the lucky charm. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. And then we got good old Patty Marlowe. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I actually, I like both of them. I get why people are criticizing the Marlowe deal and I hear you. It's if it was another team that did it, I would probably criticize them, but I do see the point of it for the Leafs, and they do have a shitload of cap space. Yeah, you may as well. And that's the cost that it was going to take to acquire him. Someone would have paid that. So, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't mind the move uh, at all. And I think Hainsey's a solid D-man. He, he, played, he played on the top D pairing for the Penguins all playoffs and, and looked okay. And, uh, yeah, he gives us another possible power play threat if we need. He can kill penalties. So I, I like the Leafs moves, too, even though they're, it's weird for me uh, to be signing old guys, and I don't hate it. Because well, uh, like the Leafs the have team. made – Yeah, the Leafs have done that forever. Yeah. That's, that was kind of our M.O. I will say it's that – It's not the basis of your team, though. Yeah. It's like complimentary True. Yes, pieces. of course. The of thing course, I hate yeah. the most about the Sam Gagne signing, I like that it is – and I tweeted this – is that it's, it's fulfilling the Wellwood-shaped hole in my heart. Because right. he is like a Wellwood-style player. True, and he's small. Yeah. yeah. Um, but people, and it's already happened, and I'm going to search Twitter for it right now, people are already spelling his name. Like Canucks fans are spelling his name without the R at the end. Uh, and it's going to happen for the length of his contract. And it's going to just piss me off. It's like, it's worse. this is worse than, I, I would say, Kessler with the two S's. Uh, you, you saw Biesca once in a while, too. Yep. Um, this is just, like, come on. It's really not that hard. You know, like, okay, well, I couldn't find any here, but there are, yeah, there we go. Sam, like, it's... I wonder how many people actually think that he is Simone Gagne, that, oh. that, that Simone Gagne's name is Well, especially because he a. is an NHL player's son already. He's yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave Gagne's Dave son. Gagne briefly played for the Canucks. Right, yeah. And I think, I don't know if he is anymore. He was a pro scout for them, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because, like, um, so the, the, yeah. the French-Canadian factor present, is not, <laughs> like, prevented him from being Simon Gagné. So, like, yeah. there is kind of an A sound in there. I wonder how many people think that that is Sam Gagné. I will just say this. I want to thank my friend Jonas, who you guys met, the, my Icelandic friend, yes. yeah. who uh, dislocated his toe playing uh, touch football yesterday. Right. And yes. it was bad. Like, we, when he fell down, we thought it was broken because it was full on. Right. The other yeah, way. The other, yeah, yeah. other way. Yeah. And so we all, like, ran away, and then it, and then it went it's back gross. in. But he just sent me a picture of his, of his toe. Um, 
And I mean, it is just very, bruised. very purple. <laughs> but uh, a commendable, commendable injury. Now, John, just be lucky that that Patrick Marlowe contract is only for three seasons and not six. Well, I don't think anyone was going to sign him through his age 44 year. I would hope not. I mean, Dale I Talon might have. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Got a lot of Dale great- Talon um, has been the stupidest GM in the league for the past like four, oh, three yeah. months, four months. And he got like a hero's reception in Chicago at the draft, which oh, was, was very confusing. Yeah. Uh, but Thank you for forgetting to fax those contracts. Yeah, exactly. You've said that you feel like Marlowe won't be around for the final year of that. Is that just that you think it's tradable? Yeah, I think you see guys like I think you see a lot of those contracts are moving now, like for teams that have to hit the floor and stuff like that. Even if the Leafs like have to retain maybe like one point, uh, but I don't think it'll it. hurt him that yeah. much. No, I don't think it will either. I mean, that in the third year of his deal, that's when Matthews and Marner and Gardner all come up, so for renewal. So I mean, obviously they could be getting into but some you'll, trouble you'll then, just but. Get more cheap players. Like he'll have slowed yeah. down enough by then that it's not going to be a huge. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the and only he, thing. And he's would always be... been decent defensively too. Like that's the other thing. Like a lot of these, some of these older guys that get signed have no defensive. You know, like uh, there were some Leafs fans who were like, "Well, why didn't they sign Vanek? They could have got Vanek for half the price, and yeah. he had the same number yeah, of points as Marlowe's last year." But yeah. he's slow. Yeah. Like the Leafs want to play fast, and they want people that can play defensively, which Marlowe can do. So presumably, even if his offensive production dips in the next few years which it probably will he can still fill a role yeah and even if he can't i think that contract becomes movable i mean we've seen datsuk's contract get traded david clarkson's contract somehow got traded twice uh even when guys are just yes explicitly mark savard's contract chris pronger's contract like technically chris pronger and datsuk are on arizona right now yeah uh speaking (laughs) of speaking of production dipping Yes. Uh, let's talk about our, our 100 episodes. Yeah. Uh, actually, that's a great segue. Our production has dipped a lot. I did want to say, though, about the Marlo sign-in, that I was shocked at how many like Northern California listeners we apparently have. Yeah, there was they a whole very slew sad. of them in the Facebook group extremely upset. A bunch of sad sharks. That's yeah. the thing I like about Marlo is that it, he does seem like a very good a very good, a very good boy to it, fit in with our other very good boys. It makes sense, I guess, that like... Sharks fans would find our podcast extremely relatable, given that like yeah, they also have just a nonstop history of stab your heart sports. True, pain. that's probably True. why. Yeah, so that was nice. Yeah, and, well, and I, also, I did a segue. And you I did mean, like two things. You did. But. You did. And I also loved the people being like, "Why are the Canucks signing these guys? Oh, well, They're going to be room for them." Jeff O'Neill was like, "Is there like, even going to be room for them?" Yeah, I don't know what they this were. team that played Michael Chaput and. Uh, Jason Meg. The Canucks Jason will still Megna. be really bad next year, and but, Joseph but they'll be slightly more watchable, and, and that's fine. Aiden. They're going to they're going to finish bottom five, and with the way the lottery is, obviously you want to finish as low as possible, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, if they finish. They just went out and got some set last. dressing. Basically, their house uh, yeah. is like still a shit. Michael Delzato and Sam Gagne aren't it was, carrying this team into the. It's playoffs. a thing that that uh, we just got a new tablecloth for our crack shack. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. thing. It's the thing that the Leafs did as well. That the, yeah, the, when the they year signed that the Leafs P- finished P- last, Parento yeah. and they got Parento, they got Hunwick, they got Polak. Like yeah. it was, you know, and people are like, "Ooh, they're making some like veteran signings." It's like, no, they're doing that so that their young players can continue to play in the AHL and get significant minutes yeah. and get better. That's 
how you properly rebuild. People don't seem to understand that. I mean, yes, I think what what was getting people was that they were making like they were kind of getting like analytic starlings, you know, like guys yeah. that like people like Sam Gagne, like, oh, okay, well, that's interesting. Like you would figure a contending team would want him. So if he goes to the Canucks, maybe they're going to, they think they're contending, yeah. but like they're not. Yeah, none of them seem like players that Jim Benning would actually sign himself. Exactly. Well, I'm going to stay away why. from this. Uh, no, you're going to say that of course he would sign them because he's a secret genius well, as he demonstrated. I didn't, I said I wasn't going to criticize him. I didn't say I was going to praise him. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of uh, people doing things that no one can quite make sense of, we have, as Stefan mentioned, done 100 episodes yes. of this show at 100 this point. times of this. Yeah. Does it feel like we've done it 100 times? feels longer. Yeah, even yeah. more? I mean, technically with Patreon yeah. bonus episodes. We have done it a lot more, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, it does, but it also feels like it's kind of crazy that we've done 100. Yeah. Yeah. When we rocks. were celebrating our two-year anniversary like that we've done last it week. Every week for two years, we've gotten together and been stupid idiots and to microphones and people still like it and stuff yeah it's yeah. pretty crazy more people all the time i know it's yeah bizarre. and we and we've had like a lot of amazing guests and uh like people that you know that actually like and listen to the show that that we respect a lot and and yeah all and of people we don't respect too. yeah yeah i hope they stop uh listening <laughs> no they can keep listening i just don't respect them. right that's true yeah that's fair but we have a guest as well we do uh before we get to him yeah i just wanted to ask you some of your own oh, personal yeah, sure, choices for for favorite moments uh over the course of the last 100 episodes uh when i tricked you into thinking that uh world-class racehorse american pharaoh uh, escaped onto a freeway and was hit by a truck. <laughs> That's true. That and is, you believed it for like a week. I did, yeah, for an entire week. <laughs> I gotta I try to remember even what we did here. Um, this is tough now. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm a big fan of the Patrick Monahan Daniel Ralston interview that oh, we that did. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, that, that was to promote Daniel's uh, article about the fake zombies band. Uh, that's probably one of like the only conceptual interview that we have ever done because usually everyone who comes on is very straight-laced in here yeah. to promote their own legitimate thing. Right. Joke yeah, yeah, interviews yeah. are not really our thing, you know? Like, Who came up with that idea? A bit, you did, John. Yeah, that was your booking. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew, I knew it was I'm, I knew I'm it proud was of me. you. I knew it was me. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think uh, there's a few really good things. I, I'm going back here. This was one I was going to say um, I think, uh, having Jackson on the show has been really fun because I, because I interviewed him somewhere else and he was so funny. And I was like, just in my mind, like thinking of like, who would be a good guest for this show and thinking like he, I think Jackson would be a great fit. And then he's been like one of our most popular guests, like it's whenever he's on the show. Reviews every single yeah, time. So that's been really fun. Um, and then also, I actually kind of forgot about this. We had Sean White on the show the week of the Grey Cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that was pretty sweet. That too. was kind of a big deal. Yeah, it was kind of a big yeah. deal. Yeah. And then he won the Grey Cup like immediately afterwards. Yeah. And then uh, John Hendren, obviously, people love him a lot. He hasn't been on the show for 75 episodes, but uh, when Ho- he was. Hopefully, on, we'll get him to come back yeah, at some point. Exactly. Uh, or, sorry, I lied. He was on episode 32. So that was, that was the last time. So 68 episodes. Oh, 68. Yeah. So if uh, we get him on week. for one. 101, That's then true. it'll be the 69th anniversary. Uh, Jesse Farrar uh, has been on. I mean, I, we don't. That's not a, hi- that's not a highlight for me. But, um, 
Uh, of course, you mentioned this on Twitter, but when we doxed that guy for leaving a bad review of the backhand yeah, that show, was yeah, podcast back sure. in episode I, uh, 26. Yeah, when I'm in Toronto this week, I believe uh, Justin Bourne and myself have plans to get together, so I'm sure we'll uh, I'm sure we'll discuss that. Moment. Yeah, and I mean, I asked Justin if he had listened to that episode, given that we really stepped up to the plate. Yes. And went to bat on his behalf, and he still said he had yet to catch up with it. I know so. that he he was absolutely an early adopter of our show. Um, I know for sure. He's he, just been super busy. Well, he had a kid. Yeah. And yeah. then he was also he was working, working for the as Marlies. a video coach yeah. for the Toronto yeah. Marlies. Which he just quit, so I'm excited that when we, well, he left to, to pursue a writing again with The Athletic, which I'm really excited for. Um, but uh, I'm very excited also to hang out with him and get some inside stories about my beautiful boys. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure there will be some good ones. Oh, I'm sure there'll be some great ones. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I just wanted to be known. I know that he did say he hasn't listened to that episode yet, but I know that he definitely was an early listener of the show because I remember him sending me very complimentary messages yeah. at the beginning of yeah, the Yeah, and that was the beginning. He did we're that for we're me so as well. good. We're so Let's good, just talk guys. About yeah. ourselves. We've uh, never. Well, it is our hundredth episode. I, guess I think that's we've, true. we've earned it. Yes. Um, uh, Kyle Wellwood obviously yeah, was, was a, a huge moment. Of course. Uh, also, actually, this is a fun moment. Episode forty-six when we had Matt Wright on, and he we talked about Mike Dad Bab Clock, which is a bit that he has rec- now recorded for television. Wow. So <laughs> there you go. Took something yeah. from our show. Yeah. And it's now on his TV special. Yeah. It's there a. You go. It's a. It's a bit. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Episode fifty when we had Melissa Stetton on, that was very funny. Halftime nachos was uh, <laughs> was great. And so. of course, that was a big anniversary show where we thought we'd get some like big time guests, Melissa included. Yes. And this time, I thought if we're you know doing a big number show like Canada one fifty, it's a big or RGS one hundred. It's a big yeah. deal, right? So you, we should you know. Break out the big guns. Get a really huge guest. And as much as we know our own history, there's so many classic moments, of course, that have been forgotten over the last two years as we are just very busy gentlemen. And sometimes I forget things that I said on an episode even two weeks ago, never mind two years ago. But there's one guy out there who has listened to them all from start to finish multiple times, maybe five times over. More than I have, for sure. He knows this show like the back of his own hand. And I think it's time that we bring him on and ask him uh, what his opinions are. Let's do it. Gentlemen, it is the 100th episode spectacular here today. It is. And usually for these big milestone episodes, we line up a slew, just a whole host of the biggest guests we can possibly get on the show. I didn't want to do that this time around. I felt like one guest was enough. One huge guest. <laughs> One hell of a guest. To outshine all of the others. Yeah, suck we, it, other guests. And we got him. And it is, in fact, his third time appearing on the show, but somehow our first time actually speaking with him. It is none other than Dog Boner himself. Michael Hale, welcome to Real Good Show. What's crapping in? <laughs> right off the on? bat, he's just, wow, he's just on. On fire. <laughs> can't, can't put this guy away. Uh, it, is, it is, of course, episode 100, Michael, and we know that, you know, not only are you the co-host of my Kickstarter Sucks, uh, but you well, are... your Kickstarter your Sucks. Your Kickstarter Sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's his Kickstarter. Yeah, it's yeah. not... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their show isn't about their own there. Kickstarter yeah. Well, no. Sucks. I thought he was talking about mine. That's oh, okay. why I personalized it as my own. <laughs> no, we, have a, we have a Patreon, not a Kickstarter. I think it's a royal <laughs> your. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, your Kickstarter Sucks. I'm glad it's not mine. Uh, well, it's just you don't you good. don't change the name of the 
Like, like they didn't like when you're is referring it, to my mine? best friend's wedding. You're not like your best friend's wedding. Oh, like don't I you? just thought everyone. Don't you? We just switched the only who can possess fires. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you are also an avid podcast listener yourself. You have voraciously gone through every single back episode of Real Good Show. You know our catalog backwards and forwards. And so I thought, who better? to uh, come on today and, you know, uh, walk us through some of our most historic moments. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, where to of, begin? The, of your yeah, podcast. Yeah, of ours. Yes. Of ours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Your podcast uh, is mostly just uh, Jesse fucking <clears throat> up the audio. I think that's most of the so highlights. You, you, you want like a top five or? Yeah, yeah. Top, as, top as many five. Whatever as you, you want. want. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We're, here, yeah. we're okay. here all night. I know you're I could, a big fan. I could go all night. So, um, uh, well, let's start at the, at the top. Uh, to, the number five. <laughs> number five uh, moment that I, that I loved. Uh, when you guys had uh, Count Dracula on, that was good. Um, that was a classic. Mike, Michael, can I just ask you, what are the name of my two co-hosts? Uh, of on this on this one on this show, yeah, right now. Justin. Yeah, that's right. That's one. As well as well as. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter what his <laughs> name is, because because everybody knows it already. They've listened to a hundred episodes of this. They know it by now. We yeah, don't need yeah. it. Wow. It's, it's about the the memories. It's you don't know my name, names. Michael. Well, it's John. Oh, nice. It. Oh, thanks, man. Oh. Thank you. Um, That's sweet of you to say. Of course, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, right, who, yes, I mean, who can forget when Dracula came on the show? Yeah, yeah it was a good moment for me personally. I yeah. loved it. I mean, it, yeah, it, maybe so, not number five. So, yeah, it's one of those. I felt like we were getting a little desperate, you know, like it's one of those ones where like Scooby-Doo meets Batman. It's like, what are these characters doing together? You oh, it's like, I mean? like a crossover. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I mean, he just he just spent the whole time plugging his book, which <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It was, I'm sure it was a good book, but uh, I mean, it's Dracula, <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like there's uh, more shit to talk about than just uh, a book. Well, he yeah. kept steering it back to the. Yeah, we the kept trying thing. to say like, "What? So, what's your motivation? You know, like, how did the whole like neck sucking thing come about?" And he's like, "Yeah, how about my book deal? That yeah, I have you know? It's like God, man." It, and he kept talking about the like the actual finances of it, like all the money that he was making off of the it. it just, no, nobody's nobody's in, nobody's listening for that. Yeah, yeah it was all so, I, cares. so crass. All I wanted to know is like, does he really turn into a bat? And he refused yeah. to address it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was absolute bullshit. He did not get to go into the issues. Yeah. Uh, that one was good. Um, so you still liked it even Justin though you hated it? The one where Justin died was good. That oh, was number, yeah, that's yeah. my that's top number four. four. Number four. That's, that's, my, that's my number one. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you got out of that one, but... Uh, <laughs> it took a long time for my body to like rematerialize after the accident. But yeah. you know, persistence pays off. The spirit realm was not going to hold me forever. Well, they just got tired of you, I think. <laughs> and so far, through more than a hundred <laughs> episodes, you two haven't. Uh, well, that's debatable. Yeah, I mean, it is only once a week, I suppose. <laughs> it's kind of a black spot in my memory, though. How exactly did I die again? Oh, how did you die? Yeah, you didn't listen. You didn't listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're just proving because I don't know. 
yeah. that I, if I'd listened yeah. to it. You didn't listen to the episode where you died. Or if I... <laughs> <laughs> that's how I died? Because I didn't listen to an episode? I listened to every episode. It's called quality control. And uh, you have to get in there. And after your, your guy finishes, you know, putting all of his ums and uhs in there, you have to get in there and edit them out. Jesse's big on that. I don't, Jesse uh, Farrar, you know that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. Big fan. A couple times. Not a big fan, <laughs> personally. Feel bad for you. I like him. I love him. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, he's okay. No, he's a good. He's a good. He's probably. Uh, he's okay, right? He's a family man. I hate him. Uh, number three, I think. Uh, the top. Uh, number three uh, ep- episode. Is this episodes or just moments? I think, it's just, I think m- multiple moments could come from a single episode. Yeah. That didn't really answer his question. Yeah. So it's top top moments, I would say. Okay. Um, okay, so number three was when uh, John didn't know how to French kiss, so Stefan had to show him how to French kiss. <laughs> and then... Justin was like, you're pretty good at that. And uh, John was like, you're just saying that. And Stefan's like, no, he's not. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, that was, that was, that that was, was actually a, my least favorite episode. Yeah, that was on the episode where Justin died, too. <laughs> yeah, that was the same episode. <laughs> Justin died from seeing Stefan and I kiss. It just shocked me so much. Yeah. I think I stumbled backwards and <laughs> fell off your balcony all the way Absolutely. to the streets below. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I can I ask a question? What what is your favorite um, moment? I guess of uh, my podcast, your Kickstarter. So, like, what what would you say your favorite uh, uh, moment of that was? Ah, uh, the, the Ted Leo interview. I really enjoyed a lot. Wow, I gotta go well, with uh, with my episode. I haven't well. heard that one because it's behind the paywall. Yeah, you gotta get get behind the paywall, man. I would love to if I had a little bit of money to kick around, but I could just record well, uh, it on my phone and, uh, and like send it to you. When I'm when I'm in the big bucks, I'll be kicking money to all these podcasts I, I listen to. I donate week. to our own podcast. Do you remember that? Yeah. I still do. I forgot to <laughs> to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> the dollar a month. Yeah, John. What about what's your favorite? Uh, um. Well, I uh, my favorite moment was uh, yeah. Um, just just pick any one of them. Just John. any one of just the like multiple uh, moments. Yeah. My favorite. Uh, moment. I, I probably I really enjoyed the interview that you guys did with John Deere, um, the John Deere about lawnmower care. Tractors. Um, yeah, no, it was only lawnmowers. Jesse uh, has a big yard, and he was talking just a lot about lawnmowers. It was really fascinating for me. I don't have a yard, um, so I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that interview a lot. I also yeah. really love that's the, a big get too. I, you can't just get John Deere, you know. So that was a pretty. I was pretty impressed with you. Your, can. With you your can go job. to like a Home Depot and yeah, yeah. You can get a John Deere, but you yeah. can't get the John Deere. Right, if you right, know right, what right, I mean. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also really loved the episode that you guys recorded after the Oscars, where you pretended to have recorded it before the Oscars <laughs> and predicted all of the things that happened on the Oscars. Actually, I will change my answer. Uh, <laughs> and Mike, it's the one where you got just like shit house drunk. Uh, like half all of right. the episode. All right, all right, all right. Well, you guys are, all of your things are real, <laughs> and uh, all of mine are just made up. So this is not. Uh... <laughs> oh, did the bit, like, it kind of backfire on you? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so let's, let's we'll move on to number two here. Yeah. I don't think these have been made up so far. They're all real, for sure. Yeah, uh, well. None of them have been made up. I was just, <clears throat> I was just goofing. I was doing one of my classic goofs. 
<laughs> that we do so um. love on your Kickstarter sucks the podcast. Uh, the number, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're all real. And if you if you like uh, kind of like humor, tune into my podcast. But this is a time for for serious. Somber, my number two somber reflection on our history. My number two was when uh, Justin got pregnant. Um, you still I don't hasn't remember had what that episode baby. it was. But um, it's about eight and a half months ago or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Um, <laughs> Who got him pregnant again? Who got him pregnant? Oh, yeah. like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Stefan. It was me. Yeah, it was, I'm, I'm, I was testing. Mike got Justin pregnant. <laughs> Came in his ass. <laughs> can you get pregnant that way? I guess you can. Well, I mean, we didn't I didn't think if so. You, if you know a better way, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> I certainly didn't think so, but here we are. <laughs> Which. Leads us, of course, to the number one moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the number one moment uh, of all time. Justin's miscarriage of the your of the uh, what what was it? Uh, With the name of the show? Yeah, a real good show. I mean, I know yeah, you, you knew that. This uh, is for the listeners. So, yeah, the number one moment of uh, your good show is um, when uh, you guys did. Uh, what was it? You can- okay? So when you. Uh, you guys all uh, counted down. You're like ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, negative one. And then you kept going on um, for a little while, and then you uh, put it back up. You're like negative five, negative four, negative three, <laughs> negative two, negative one, zero. And on this one, uh, you guys did nine uh, eleven. <laughs> Like the actual, like that, yeah. the act of, um, like 2001. Like the yeah, um, I feel like that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, we, we didn't record it for the show, but I think some cameras captured what happened. A hundred episodes. It's like, uh, what's the math on that? Yeah, we started wow. doing them in 2015. 16 years ago. We did, we did one episode in <laughs> September yeah, of 2001. It was an unaired pilot. <laughs> and then... Uh, Back when I was in ninth grade. And the pilot was unaired because he died in 9-11. <laughs> and then 14 actually, years actually, later... I think the pilot made a big error, so... <laughs> yeah. He aired quite well, a bit. Well, dep- I mean, depends on who you're... Hey, but... um, <laughs> Hey, for real, though, uh, that was a huge tragedy, so... I do remember waking up that morning... And being told the news and just thinking, what a stupid pilot. (laughs) (laughs) It never never occurred to me that someone would have done that on purpose. No, it wasn't the pilot, Hey, idiot, there's a building there. (laughs) It even has lights on it, so you don't hit it. (laughs) I even said that out loud. My dad came and woke me up. He was like, someone just flew a plane into the World Trade Center. And I said, what a dumb pilot. <laughs> what if you were like somebody working there and you were, saw the plane coming and you're like, this guy's going to run right into us. What's he doing? Turn. 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 He's not turning. He's not turning. <laughs> I think what they would say is, there's no way he's going to hit us. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, it did, though. It did hit. Them. Yeah, it hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's again... Um, 
We may they all rest. May everyone who passed die rest in peace. It wasn't like it wasn't the pilot though, right? What? Well, it wasn't the actual pilot. No, no. he had already not the, like the pilot. Yeah, he had been I'm gonna say like yeah. yeah. Yikes! Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that guy got that guy got fired? <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was like a it was a paid leave, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, little known fact: he then became uh, Sully. <laughs> Once he got back on the job, he pulled a real 180. <laughs> From a fire land into yeah, a water land. Exactly. <laughs> Sully did 9-11, <laughs> is what I'm saying. This is left uh, that out of the movie somehow. We're, uh, this is behind the paywall, right? I think this is on the right? deleted scenes. We're not, airing, we're not airing this, right? No, this is for the public. Oh, okay. This is general. Yeah, this is not, we're not putting this. This is public consumption. Okay. Um... I mean, it, let's just go around. Uh, there's four of us, and just say our opinion uh, of nine. Like, was 9/11 good or bad um, <laughs> overall for the world? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll go fourth. Uh, Is it one of those things where, like, once someone has an opinion, you're not allowed <laughs> to say the same opinion? No, because it's either it's good or bad. Okay. I think right. So why don't we let our guest go first? Uh, whether 9/11, uh, the the tragedy that killed thousands of people, was good or bad? Yes. Is that what we're? That's what we're. Yes. That we're asking that. Is, that. is that what we're doing? That's yeah. It's I mean it's a simple. It's like a, it's, okay. Yeah, it's good or bad. <coughs> hmm. Huh. I'm gonna. I'll go first. I'll go first. And, and again, okay. this is like you said, Justin. It's one of those things where once one opinion is said, uh, no one can like copy me. Okay. So I'm gonna go first. It was. You said you were going fourth. No, I, I changed my mind. Uh, clearly, it was terrible. It was bad. Like obviously. September 11th was bad. And, you know, I think mm. I'll we're, – we're all here in person. You guys can kind of be on my team here. We all agree that it was bad. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, once that opinion has been said, you can't – it's got to be something different. So <laughs> the three of us just – Yeah, as, we all as agree. One, yeah. yeah, I think we As a agree. team. As, as one <coughs> single show yeah. entity. S- September yes. 11th, hmm. real good show. Officially, 9-11 is bad. We're actually, yeah. and we're the first podcast to ever be anti-9-11. Yeah. We're, we're anti-Hitler, and we're anti-9-11. Uh, now, uh, Michael Hale. Of uh, your Kickstarter yeah, of sucks. Your Kickstarter sucks. Yeah. Uh, and this also goes for Jesse Farrar as well, so you're covering, <laughs> you're covering Jesse well, in here, too. I, I, know, I think I know how that guy feels about 9-11. He won't stop talking about it. But, um, uh, so you guys were uh, anti-9-11. Yeah, we said it was bad. Um. And that option's been taken, so it's no longer yeah. available yeah. to you. So it's like the price. Is, you could do like a Price Is Right style thing, where like you know how you can, if someone get, guesses like a hundred, you can guess like a hundred and one. Yeah. So you could say like, uh, it was pretty bad. You yeah. Know? Okay. Um, okay. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, I think 9/11 was uh, uh, incredibly good, <laughs> and I'm glad it happened. And that's, uh, again, just to clarify, that's also Jesse Farrar's opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's primarily Jesse Farrar's yeah, opinion. I would say. It's, yeah. uh, he sent me an email before the show. He said, say this. Uh, in my stead, I can't be there. I'm on vacation. So just make sure whatever you guys talk about on the podcast, make sure that this gets through. This is the one thing that I want to say above everything else. So That's the official 9-11 opinion of your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast. <laughs> 
I'm going to really enjoy this summer vacation because it's going to be the rest of my life <laughs> after this episode airs. Well, there's other, there's multiple I mean, we seasons. said it was bad. I'm on permanent summer vacation. You have nothing to worry about. We are on the right side of history true, here. True, true, true. And so is your Kickstarter sucks just by being on this show, on this such historic a historic episode. episode, which clearly will go down in the annals of podcasting history as one of the, the true greats. It'd be funnier if uh, if this was. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think of like a funnier number for this episode to be. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, the first one that popped in my head was like episode 911. <laughs> would be classic. But I think uh, the funnier one would actually be uh, episode one from way back in 2001 when we committed 911. <laughs> well, that was actually episode zero. But yes. Yeah, but I, you see what I'm saying. It was a, just a test show to yeah, see yeah, if yeah. the concept was strong enough. Oh, it was. <laughs> I mean, you can Episode ask. Uh, ground zero. <laughs> the steel beams weren't quite strong enough, but the concept, I think, was I fine. think we, we killed it. I mean, that's where, el- like, it's, it's the classic, like, sports podcast from the National Tragedy <laughs> yeah. story. Like how Steve Ranazzisi from the League was there. Man, people have forgotten about that, but <laughs> the guy from the League pretended to be in 9-11. <laughs> yeah, and now so too are we. Yeah, well, we didn't. It's a big... We didn't I, uh, I rode an elevator with him at Just for Laughs a couple times. I think we were staying on the same floor. Is and he comfortable like taking elevators? Or? It was, <laughs> yeah. That was the first time you'd ridden in an elevator with him since 9-11. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it was... <laughs> It was he's a he's a really nice guy, but like the whole time we were standing in the elevator, my head, my brain was just screaming, You lied about nine eleven, you lied about nine eleven, you li- don't talk about nine eleven. That is the that is the craziest lie you could ever tell. Right? Like anyone. That is that is the craziest thing that you could come up like, like there is there is nothing crazier than that. I understand that like most of the anecdotes that get told on like talk shows and whatnot have to be embellished but they're embellished for a comedy like to make people seem funnier than they are yeah. not not to make a comedian <laughs> seem like a tragic figure yeah this next guy coming to the stage he's uh played just for laughs he's uh tours all across this country as a headliner you may have seen him on the league also was in 9-11 <laughs> please give it up for the funny steve ran everyone <laughs> That's what people really want <laughs> well, out of their I comedians. Think lying about 9/11 is like the funniest thing he's ever done, though. Yeah, he's like not I a great. Agree. It's not a great stand-up. Yeah, I like the league. I, I would. Like, uh, yeah, the I would good. be in trouble. He's like uh, very because I, I can't lie uh, about stuff and get away with it. So I would. Uh, they would be like, uh, "How wa- you were in 9/11? How was it?" And I would be like, "It, uh, it sucked," <laughs> and I, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone would just be able to see right through that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is a, a wonderful guest. On yes, our thank you for coming on our 100th episode, our Michael. RGS historian, taking us back to all of these classic moments. Absolutely. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for episode 101, Justin Has the Baby. <laughs> Delivery room. No, not on my watch. No, that'll be a Patreon special. Got to get behind the wall for that one. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Michael, it's been a no treat. No problem. Yeah. See you later. It was nice to finally speak to you. Yeah. Who is this again? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that, that was Stefan. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Michael. <laughs> Michael Hale, dog boner. 
What a guy. Yeah, I'm glad that we finally got to speak to him. Well, he's been on the show a couple times before. Yeah, once... Uh, but both in terms of, he leaves messages. Yeah. One was a video. I one guess, was a so. video. That didn't actually make it onto the recording of the audio no. of that episode. But if you haven't seen the video from live show number two, uh, it was posted on our Twitter and in our Facebook. It's on our YouTube page. Well worth your time to track down. Him and Jesse both are just hysterically funny. Now, we have a, a, the clip of the week is pretty personal this week. Yeah. So, well, sort of personal. Yeah, because as so we... It's a bit personal, yeah. As, as we talked about last week, uh, I happened to be one of the play-by-play uh, voices of a... It's kind of a big deal. The, like, the world championships of a sport. Now, that sport... Was women's tackle football, sure. which was super entertaining. Yeah, I, I watched a, a couple of games. I had a and great, it was great time uh, calling the games. I was so happy that you guys and some of our listeners as well uh, tuned in for the live stream of the gold medal game between yeah. Canada and the USA last week. But uh, just before we get into that, uh, I will say that that going to weird, kind of obscure sports like that is really fun. Just you talking about it reminded me of the time that uh, just before, or sorry, just after the Olympics were here, the World Wheelchair Rugby Championships were here, Murder which ball. is great. Yeah, murder ball. And it's crazy. Like, if you've never seen it before, um, it's insane. Like, it's such an entertaining sport. Like, it's like rugby, but in wheelchairs. Like, they smash the shit out of each other, and it's fucking awesome. And it's also, I found out, the only place where it's perfectly acceptable to cheer for someone falling out of a wheelchair. (laughs) Because that means they're, like, giving it their all, right? No, it means that they got fucking humped by the other dude. Like, I was watching Canada play the U.S., and they would smash a guy, and he'd fall out of his oh, wheelchair. Oh, so it's like cheering a body check. Yeah, oh. but a guy's falling so out of... So you're cheering yeah. the other guy, technically. Yeah. But that's the consequence. But, it's, but, but you yeah. can cheer if, say, there's like a criminal in a wheelchair, and he fell down a flight of stairs. That's true. You could, but that's a very specific scenario. Oh. Um, but it well, is... It was, so there's not like a crowd full of people watching. It is, it's also well. crazy, too, because they have a guy whose job it is to put the guys back in their wheelchair oh, that makes if sense, they fall yeah. out. They bring a little carpet out yeah. so that like makes it so the wheels can't does that, roll. Does that like stop the and game? Then, nope. They run out on the so floor. So a guy they, yeah. has to continue. Yeah. So, so guys we talked last week wheel about around field crews being out there on the field there yeah. in action. Yeah. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. They got a wheel around them and everything. So yeah, the guy just runs out. They th- they put the wheelchair on the mat. They put the guy back in the wheelchair and he gets back going. Now, of course, Langley, BC seemed like kind of a weird choice to host the world championships of women's tackle football because well, not really. women's tackle football is not played in not just the Lower Mainland, but all of British Columbia. It is played in Canada. Canada, of course, had a team, but pretty much every single player in the tournament on the Canadian side played their like club games in Saskatchewan or Quebec because that is where the sport is popular and has roots in this country. Uh, so some people were a little bit uh, upset that uh, the tournament would be hosted in a place where there are no announcers doing play-by-play who have experience calling the sport itself. Now, a lot of people tweeted angrily at us yeah, throughout the games. Yeah, people were very mad yeah. at you, yes. Uh, that even men would be commentating women's sport at all. Right. And uh, I'll say, I, I tuned in, and I don't know anything about women's tackle football, nor do I care to. And um, I thought you sounded very professional. Yeah. It you, sounded, you sounded interested in the game. Yeah, you sounded interested I mean, in the name game. You name dropped us a couple times. You were making good. You were making good calls. Yeah, your partner seemed to get mad a little bit when I mentioned real good show. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I said that the ladies were putting on one. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he's I was like, oh, I, I see. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes. iTunes, SoundCloud, you know, yeah, yeah. Google Play. The usuals. That's when he got mad. Uh, <laughs> but not yeah, quite yeah. as mad as this gentleman. Oh, this gentleman is uh, mad. Who, who recorded a video uh, complaining about the quality of the commentary over the course of the tournament. And you're not going to play Where all you talk about? No. Okay. We're going to skip around. Yeah, yeah. It's nine minutes It's long. nine minutes About long. the kind of thing that I'm going to share with you right now, you have to be careful that you, you don't seem ungrateful. So let me be clear at the outset. The fact that I got to sit in my living room today and watch Finland and Great Britain and then the USA, uh, Team USA, and then Mexico, and I'm going to I'm gonna get a chance to watch Canada and Australia. These are things for which I am extremely grateful. And they all I am for blessed free. to have this opportunity. And now, Do not misread what I'm pause saying for a to second. you. Don't hear what I'm saying. He was blessed to have this opportunity. There's, okay. there's some weird sound in the background of yeah. uh, this recording, and it, and it continues throughout the entire... Because we're just going to skip ahead. Yeah, it's like an oscillating keyboard. It's really frightening. you got some real mood music tones. going on here. Yeah, yeah. M- mood music probably produced on a Moog keyboard. Ooh. I think those, that's called Moog, right? Yeah, Double yeah. O, though. Yeah. Well, in any case. Yeah, but yeah, it's close so enough. But Moog, yeah. Yes. Like Andy Moog. Yes. Saying is being in any way negative about the chance to watch these games. If you've been following what I've talked about for the last three years, you know I'm a fan of the game, and I'm constantly trying to find ways to improve the experience. And it's in that quest to ex- improve the experience that I want to share with you now my thoughts on the announcers of the games I've seen so far. It, it's, it's a disappointment to me that whoever puts these things together doesn't find announcers who have either announced American style football before or specifically women's football, women's tackle football. I don't understand this. I don't get how th- there aren't announcers. I mean, I know some Mike Peden. You can l- look up Mike Peden. There's right, a guy ahead. right there. Or in- Mike Peden is probably a club commentator for some women's team in the States. Yeah. But guess what? The IFAF is not going to fly out a club commentator for a tournament where every single participating athlete paid their own way to be there. And the commentators who called the games were paid $15 an hour for okay. every game. Right. They're not going to fly anyone in. No. No. All right, let's, they didn't let's, break let's, the bank, even for ahead. me. This is like eight minutes. So. I'm trying I can to sit Mike in the booth and keep these guys on track. Now, again, if I, if, if I sound like I'm ungrateful for the experience, I'm not ungrateful. And I'm also not posting this on my public Facebook well, page. It's only it's in the public private now. groups that I'm members of. Because I'm not here to, to be negative about the sport. It's true. I joined the private group just so I could get this exclusive content. You're but the from, the, in, from internal, from the ranks, from the inside, I would ask that the people who have the ability say something, do something, go to these guys. It, by the way, not just these games, any game, and not to be negative to them. I'm not saying give them a hard time. I'm not saying, you know, make fun of them or put them down or, or disrespect them. I'm saying be decent. Help them. You know, the, 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 the guys announcing the game today said that they were trying to be respectful. Just they don't know what they're talking about. Basically what they've said over and over. Well, help them. Help them. Help them figure out what they're talking about. And Twitter... I would say to the announcers who aren't going to be listening to me now because they can't hear this because they're not a member of our Facebook group. Oh, uh, pause then, it. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know about that. I think we're, uh, <laughs> think we're listening to it right now here, but What's the last name, the thing way? you want to do is go back and forth on Twitter Rusty. with people. That of is ridiculous. Is. Also, quit saying that you can't find stats. Here's how you find stats. Go to Google, type in any player name you want, and the word stats. <laughs> it ain't hard. It ain't rocket science. Is, that, is a, that true? 
Uh, we were barely even given rosters to call these games. Okay. We, we got rosters from the teams themselves maybe like 15 to 10 minutes before the game started. Yeah. And in some cases, we're given three different rosters with three different sets of numbers attached, and they're all different. So which sheet do you think is the right one, given that each one of them is not the same? You know, like, there's a lot. Organizationally, it was a bit of a strange tournament. I'll say that. Okay. And we'll skip a little bit further. Team you want to know more about. World. How about this? Players. And if you want to go with one, hey, I'll go easy on you. Call them women. Call them girls. Call them ladies. Be consistent. Just pick one and go with it. They'll tell you if you're wrong. And if you're sincere, just go with one and see what happens. You want to call them ladies? Call them ladies. You want to call them women? Call them women. You want to call them gals? Call them gals. Whatever you want to call them. But just be consistent about what it. What is this music? Okay, wait. Maybe don't call them gals? Yeah, that seems disrespectful. Yeah. I didn't do that. So, okay, wait. So what was his point there? He was saying that you shouldn't call them ladies, women, and girls within the yeah. same game. That yeah. They should it just should be always got to stick with one. Be uniform. Never use another word that means the same thing. Because if you were calling men's football, you would never call them guys, guys or, or boys. boys. Yeah. Or dudes. Yeah. I mean, maybe not dudes. I mean, I would call them dudes, but <laughs> I mean, who am I? You know? I was trying to find the point where he uh, makes the pitch that the real solution here is to not just bring commentators in off the street, but to either use injured players. Oh, yes, I, I saw who, that. Who, uh, you know, John, I think you know in your dealings with hockey and yeah. hockey players that injured players, of course, always make for great play-by-play people because yeah. they're so talkative. They love to and speak intel- publicly and over the course of three hours on a broadcast. There's nothing they yeah, enjoy take, more. Take, take a Finnish girl uh, <laughs> who has a lot of soft vowels, uh, hates public speaking, and has never actually really spoken into a microphone before and say, hey, guess what? Do this for three hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds like the dumbest shit I've ever and heard Even smarter than that, his real solution to this problem uh, is that he, they should just bring in him. And he can call the games remotely of course. via Skype. Of course, Rusty's the man. Via Skype. Yeah. Because being in the building is not an important part of doing play-by-play. And, of course, everybody knows and loves this guy and all of his great knowledge of the women's game. Um, but yeah. Great, great quips, though. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if there's any more here. Dude, and, and talking about the game whoa, okay. live. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop it, stop it. The music got way too real there. <laughs> yeah. That got way... I like that he made... Okay, first of all, he recorded himself talking to his computer for eight minutes and then was like, ah, it just doesn't sound right. What can I put behind this? Sinister. Yeah. And then strange. Just, then just looks up... Serial killer yeah. mood music. Then just looks up Road to Perdition, original soundtrack. <laughs> oh, no. Road to Perdition has a great score, my friend. This is more... Sure. Okay. Uh, this fine. This is more like Manhunter. Cut down. <laughs> cut down my. I'm not cutting down your suggestion. It is more. It is I'm just more defending the movie. I, I think Road to Perdition is great. It's more Manhunter. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sorry, man. It's more Manhunter. <laughs> and the game was in uh, Illinois. We were in uh, in uh, Seattle, and we're here. It is. Here it is. This is the part right here. St. Louis Las Vegas came from the playoffs last, last year. Myself and Coach Scott McCarron of the Seattle Majestics, we called two games. And the way that we did it was Skype. Uh, was uh, Scott was in Seattle. I was in my parts unknown. <laughs> and we were on Skype watching the game through a live feed and, and talking about the game live and then broadcasting it out to YouTube. Yeah, that and sounds terrible. And the game terrible. was in uh, Illinois. We were in, uh, in uh, Seattle and okay, where so I am. 
So that's what you should do. That sounds for the horrible. world championship. Oh, let's make it worse. Yeah. Like let's make the the quality because like, the stream quality seemed fine overall. And, and now I do want to say that every single person who did commentary in this tournament had done announcing for men's football before, so we knew football. Yeah, it's not. I mean, because I was saying when I got here, like I agree that some of his points, like I would feel weird watching curling if someone was commentating that had never seen curling before, but. And, and not that any of you had never seen it before. Never, like, obviously, all of you had commentated on it before. But, like, curling is a very nuanced sport. There's rules you have to understand and whatever. Football is like, I mean, okay, kind of come on. And also... We've all watched football. It's women's tackle football. Like, what, like, you have to have, at some point, you have to have reasonable expectations for what your sport is, just like I do with yeah. curling. I mean, curling is obviously a lot, at least in Canada, a lot bigger than women's tackle football. But even still, I have pretty reasonable expectations about what people know about curling. Rusty was very upset that we mispronounced the name of Sammy Grisafi, who's the number one star quarterback for Team USA. Uh, how can you possibly not know the name of the most famous women's football player? Did they give you a pronunciation in the guide? world. No. Okay. And does does you know does women's football play every Friday night on ESPN? Does no. everybody in the world know who Sammy Grisafi is? I've never heard of her in well, my they life. Do now. Of course. Yeah. So this guy, you know, for all your salient points. And he's not even <laughs> criticizing me because I didn't commentate any of those oh, games. Oh, then what, what the fuck did we watch that for? <laughs> Justin just uh, assumed that he also felt the same about his own yeah, commentary. Yeah, because I got the, to deal with all that criticism yeah, yeah, as well. That's true. Because yeah. I, I, I will say that uh, sometimes you say, uh, you say something and then you're uh, controversial on Twitter and you're like, oh, my mentions are blowing up. And then I go look at your mentions. It's like one person was upset. <laughs> so, you, so you said like, you're like, oh, my menchies are blowing up. All these people hate women's tackle football. And then I looked and I was like, oh, wow, shit. Yeah, there's actually like a lot of people that are telling Justin that he's a sack of shit right now. Yeah, that, yeah, I, was it was, like it was nuts. that I was sexist or something. I treated that sport with nothing but respect. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the sense you were being sexist and at all. And dedicated like my entire week towards calling that tournament. So, you know, I enjoyed my time. I was very respectful. Yeah, Treat no, me I with think, respect I think you did a very return. good job. I know that you think that but a lot of American ladies out there. Well, I'm not in that Facebook disagree. group, so I can't comment on it. But now that guy's video is... I don't, uh, yeah. It's public domain. I'm really glad point. you skipped forward to the part where he's like, oh, no one's going to hear this because I'm posting in a private <laughs> yeah, group. Pretty great. Literally no one else is going to listen yeah, to this. Yeah, the commentators aren't going to... As gonna... we're dissecting it on <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Yeah, exactly. That like three a, a lot of people listen to. <laughs> With that, let's go into the top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Good questions this week? No. Um, uh, Just kidding. Yeah, we got good questions. Yeah, Yeah, we got good questions. Uh, Stefan has them this week, so Third place from... uh, 100 points. Eric Cavetton. Did I pronounce that right? I have no idea. But I I've spelled it right when you told me. You his did, name. yeah. I've been friends with him for ten years. At uh, Eric no JFTC, idea. he says. Eric Jules from the Crown. He writes for the Great uh, LA Kings blog, so you may want to get. You uh, yeah. might want to follow him. I might. Jules from the Crown. The biathlon is getting stale, and the Olympics need to update it. Which combo of two sports would make for the best new biathlon? 
Uh, okay, I'm going to go first. I'm going to keep shooting. Yeah, you kind of have to keep shooting. And I'm going to add curling because there are some curlers I would like to shoot. Oh, so you'd, add, you'd shoot Yeah, oh. shoot, I would shoot oh, okay. them. I, I like thought them. you meant the fact I don't that like, like them. the house looks like a giant bullseye. Nope. No, so I, no, I want to shoot people. So once the rocks are in the house, then you get into a helicopter. Right. I'm assuming you're, you're curling on an outdoor sheet. Sure, in this of course. Of biathlon. Yeah, yeah. And then you're supposed to shoot a rifle. Out of a helicopter. That actually sounds like a better idea than mine. And try to shoot the rocks. If you knew the curlers I wanted to shoot, you'd understand. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with uh, sumo wrestling and pole vaulting. Oh, that's good, actually. So it's either going to be two skinny sumo wrestlers, which is hilarious, or two really fat. More likely, yeah. I think it's got to be like no actual sumo is going to try to pull. It's it's going to be guys like Stefan's size sumo wrestling. But wearing the the thong and everything and throwing the salt everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go with NASCAR and also shooting as well. <laughs> I think that I think is that's NASCAR. Just, that's just NASCAR. That yeah. is NASCAR. You just described NASCAR. You set it up. We both yeah. knocked it down. Yeah, I mean. I'm, uh, I, no, I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm going to pull a Justin. I'm going to rephrase. I'm going to choose two, another really good one. If NASCAR had guns though, the whole Tony Stewart incident never would have happened. I guess well, the idea it, is that the two sports are supposed sure to. For sure would have no, still happened. That guy could have defended himself with his gun. Oh. And shot well, that Tony was a NASCAR. That, was, that was just like dirt stock car. Oh, really? Racing. Oh, yeah, Tony bad. Stewart loves racing so much that he just goes to like local races and races. Yeah. And, and kills people? Yeah. And yeah. Kills people. I mean, not I'm actually race, not going to change my answer because I realize that the sports are supposed to happen side. Like they're not supposed to happen simultaneously. But it's one after the other. Yeah, it's one yeah. after the other. You use one of the sports as a form of transportation to get to the good sport. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they're driving their cars to the gun range. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just guys <laughs> driving to the gun range. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the sound of that. Yeah, that, question? That, that is NASCAR, but that's real life NASCAR. So question number two, you have it uh, on yeah, your this phone. This is wildly confusing. Um, so this comes in to us from Jackson McDonald, uh, and he... Uh, it's a very confusing question. So I'm going to read all of the tweets he has yeah. about it. We'll see what we can parse out. He says, a soccer team competes against a hockey team with each team attacking as their dominant sport and defending as their weaker sport. Who wins? So I, what I think- To clarify, the game is played on a neutral field with each team taking on the opposing team's goalkeeper. So... Is there ice, though? I think so, what he's saying is that the field is half ice and half grass. Yes, yes. That is what he's, and yeah, the, what he's saying. And the soccer team is defending oh. the ice yeah, half. That's right. And the, f- and the hockey, hockey team, team is defending, defending the, the soccer half. So then he says the hockey players still shoot on a hockey goalie and vice versa. But are they, what about the puck and the soccer so ball? This is, so, that, so someone asks answers. So someone says, is one attacking zone ice and the other turf? And he says, this is really the big question. <laughs> yeah, my, that's the big question. In my vision, the pitch is hockey rink sized, but turf. Hockey players play with a ball and the soccer team only gets five guys to prevent any obvious advantages. Yes, I've thought about this a lot. And he says, I'm obsessed with the idea of athletes trying to play two sports at once. I would so basically he says basically they're playing their main sport but trying to defend against hockey and soccer players. I think I, think I would go for soccer. I think but the, it's really the neutral hard field. I think I'm I think I'm going hockey because I think that soccer players like 
knowing how to control a hockey stick yeah. and like control a ball with a hockey stick and shoot a ball. Like yeah. if you've never done it before, which like most soccer players wouldn't have done it before. Oh, so there's, wait, so there, I, maybe I misheard. They're, they're shooting with a ball? No, so they'd be shooting with a soccer ball, but yeah. I just think like defending, they would have no hope. Where like I of, feel like the hockey players might have a hope of defending the soccer but players with their feet. In skates in the dirt. It's not like... No, they're not in skates. It's the, not field's, like in skates. the field's turf. It's not like oh, soccer just said players. It's a, oh, okay. You weren't listening, I guess, when I was. Just no, well, I thought it was right the now. half and half. No, so he 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 said that it's. Oh, well, no, he said it's. He envisions it as a hockey rink, but the yeah. surface is turf. Okay, then and I, hockey and players, players play are with in a shoes. Ball. Yeah, players are in shoes. Hockey oh, then, players then play then with hockey a ball. for sure. One hundred percent hockey. I think so because because they're not using the stick exactly. Yeah, That's and the big thing. yeah, exactly. Because you can kick a yeah no I, I you can get in the way. If there's if there was ice involved, I would say the soccer players. Yeah, the true neutral ground is to play on pavement, probably in like a similar sort of you know when like an elementary school yeah like has a lacrosse like a box yeah yeah a yeah. lacrosse box with hockey nets basically yeah yeah uh, well we figured out his question I'm impressed. we did actually figure it out yeah I mean, yeah I, I, I just don't know I, I don't, think that hockey players would win yeah because it's not like soccer players warm up for their games by playing hockey beforehand no that's true too yeah like I think the uh. light. The Good likelihood point. of there being hockey players that are also decent at soccer is way higher yeah. than soccer players being decent at hockey. I mean, the thing is that you what you could do is you could field like Canadian and American soccer players that do have that hockey experience, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think like that's Martin what, Nash would suddenly be very right. valuable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or just like even like Russell Tybert, who plays yeah. for the Whitecaps and also plays for Team Canada. Like, he grew up in Niagara Falls, so like, there's no way he doesn't know how to control a hockey stick. But if he's getting dangled by Crosby and and McDavid and whatever, like, you know, yeah, I feel like they have a better shot. Yeah, at, uh, I think you're right. Thank you. Takes us to question number one this week. Question number one, Stefan, that's you, buddy. I know, I know. you're just doing stupid well, shit on the, Twitter. The Marriott Hotel official account uh, just tweeted this. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I saw it. They tweeted the word. It's a username, obviously, uh, and it just says Mister Buff Twenty Two. <laughs> the official account. They tweeted this seven hours ago. It's still up. <laughs> and it just says all one word, Mister Buff Twenty Two. Because they were probably trying there to is him. A, there is an at Mr. Buff 22 on Twitter. And I don't know if that's the guy, if that's it's a wearing famous. wearing a Bills jersey. Yeah. It kind of looks like Ken Dryden. I know. Even though it's, oh, no, it's uh, Terry Pagula, isn't it? It, it might be. I'm pretty sure it yeah. is. Um, doesn't seem to be anything crazy on his page. So I'm going to look more into this Mr. Buff 22 thing. As I do that, uh, question number one. From Michael Foist at Michael J. Foist. And it's Who a great question. It's yeah. also a good it's question asker. It's definitely Terry Pagula. Okay, so, so Mr. Buff 22 is... T- oh, Buff is in Buffalo. Mr. Buffalo oh, 22. Not as that might be jacked. Terry Pagula's side alt. Secret account, his alt it's account. It's possible. Tweeting it, at it's like the Marriott. Possible. Yeah, Marriott. Uh, he did say, I have DM'd ATT Cares and no reply. That sounds like something a billionaire would do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michael Foist asks, if it was a three-on-one handicap match, who is the toughest athlete you guys could beat in a fight? So he's saying the three of us are all on a team and we're facing off against athletes. Yeah. Who do we think is like the highest up on the totem pole that we could actually beat? And I, I'll say... I don't overwhelm think, him with the numbers game. Yeah, I don't think Stefan and I are very going to be very effective. No, I would kick him. I'm just using you both as distractions, yeah, essentially. Yeah. But the three of us, like, yeah, three on one is a good, I mean, that's those are good I numbers. I think I can take one guy down with, like, a spear or something, and then the two of you can just kick him. Up. Yeah, I think absolutely. we could take the guy who beat Manny Pacquiao. Oh, this yeah. Weekend, who, like, didn't beat him. Right, yeah, We could yeah. take him. 
Shane Horn or whatever yeah. his name was. I was trying to think like who's the toughest. So I went to like the toughest people in general. And I do think that like, for example, uh, you know, Conor McGregor could probably knock all three of us out. Oh, McGregor for sure. No, we would be dead. Yeah, we'd have no chance. <laughs> no, that's sure. how many. How many of us do you think we would need? How many clones of us? Yeah, it, or just like if we called up all of our friends. I think. I think. How big of a ten. group? Two. No, no. I think two teams of us three could. Oh, take six a, of us. Six on yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But we could he take McGregor. could. He could like take two, like multiple. Yeah, but you just swarm them. Yeah, you how just many? Swarm how them. many of Stefan alone? How many Stefan clones ten. would be required? Ten, I'd ten. Say. Yeah, I would go even more than that. Still, yeah, I don't think so because yeah. you can swarm. Yeah, but man. that's what people say about like mass shooters, and no one ever does it. Yeah, but he doesn't have a gun. No, yeah, but, but he, he has, has guns. Fists. He all he needs is one punch. Yeah, really. for yeah. one guy. Yeah, but he's yeah. got and then there's got nine two, other guys. Two fists yeah. and two feet. And yeah. a head. Yeah, he's going to use them all at oh, once. He might. Yeah. Every oh. time he swings, he's taking that number down. One. I'm going to say like... Um, I'm going to say 20 Stephens. I'm going to say... Right but that's not the question. So the question is the, <laughs> the toughest athlete. I'm going to say Michael Strahan now, now that he's like a TV host. <laughs> well, he's not say, even anymore. He couldn't even do that. Right. He, but he, he, was, he was there for a couple of years. So I'm going to say Michael and Kelly Ripa, uh, like era Michael Strahan, like two years ago. He's wearing Kelly a suit. Kelly Ripa? Yeah, Ripa. Ripa? Ripa sounds funnier. Yeah. The Grim Ripa? Yeah. yeah but that's uh, not her name. So I'm going to say Michael Strahan. Grim Ripa. When he was, uh, he's, like get, get it, he's in makeup, and we just fucking jump him okay. in makeup. And that technically counts, I think. Um, I'm gonna yeah. S- I'm going to say uh, Mark Calloway, The Undertaker. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's like he's 70. Old. Yeah. Yeah, he's no, old No, he's like shit. 54, maybe 53. Yeah, looks a lot old, older. old enough. He looked about 70 yeah. at WrestleMania this year, but though. I think we could take him. Great yeah. question. Though. I'm trying to think of like... Uh, we could probably take Bill Goldberg. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think His so His cardio is not great. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he doesn't need cardio. Um, I'm going to go, uh, like he punched a window out in a car. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And then he injured himself yes, in the process. Absolutely. He did for like eight months. Yeah, he did R- really horrible <laughs> laceration. That's, that's actually one of the greatest sports injuries. We never the, talk that about That is it, one of the turning points. Like that injury yeah. probably killed WCW yeah, even more than so their own crazy. bad booking. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, I am going to see, cause I'm trying to think of like, who's like, like, I think we could take like Brandon Prust. Yeah, I think the three of us are like Derek Dorsey. Oh, really? Yeah, guy yeah. Like, like I'm trying to think of like reputation a, as being yeah, like a big a, tough yeah, guy. Yeah, like a middleweight NHL fighter. Like the, I don't like know a Brendan Lazenchuk. Yeah, like like Ryan Reeves. I don't think so. Yeah, like Brendan Lazenchuk. Exactly. Ryan Reeves, no. Like Ryan Reeves, no. But I'm trying to think like of like Rich Clune. Yeah, like a middleweight yeah. NHL guy. I think we could take almost any middleweight. Like even like Brad Marchand. I think we could take him. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, he's, he's short. He's too. short. Yeah. Three I don't of think us, he has yeah. such a big, like, tough guy. You just reputation. run into him, Justin, and then we'll yeah. just, when, when you're on top, just we'll not just on kick skates. But, uh, ah, nice uh, thank throwback. You. Thank you. It is the 100th if episode. If you yeah. to all 100, you'd know what a throwback that was. That's a great throwback by me. Uh, Some really good questions this week, though. Yeah. I want to see us beat up The Undertaker. I, I'll go with The Undertaker, too. <laughs> I like that. I would beat up The Undertaker, but I respect him too much in the locker room. <laughs> And we will go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing.
If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I got a tweet here, and it's a question we didn't answer. And I guess I haven't answered it. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what this is referring to. Uh, it might be referring to the hotness. I think it's the hot off. I think it's yeah. the hot off. So this, is, uh, this is from Marlon the Man, and he says, Justin said Tom, John said Marlon. We never got Stefan's pick. Come on, man. Uh, I, it might be the hot off. It might just be like, who's cooler? Um, Same deal. Regardless, I'm going with Caleb. Wow, really putting a division into the like uh, good clan. buddies who like stuff game clan. I forget their clan name, but yeah, it's, me too. It's, it's something I, like I, that. I smile every time I see it. It's a good. It seems like they have a lot of fun. Have you played Titanfall with them? No. Well, I played with Tom, and I think I played with Marlon once. But I have the Switch now, man. I'm a Switch guy. Oh yeah, you don't go I back switched to your PS4. Over <laughs> to the anyway. Uh, He's a Nintendo stand now. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm throwing out Caleb, wild card pick. Yeah, you really loved Nintendo's showing at E3 this year. I did. It was fucking and great. Obsessed with Arms at the moment. Arms is pretty fun. Yeah. Super Mario yeah. Odyssey looks amazing. Yeah. Although I can't believe it's going to cost a hundred dollars. I can believe it. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not like what N64 games used to cost. Not quite eighty. Like, I feel and like so then if you adjust for inflation. I remember paying $80 for WWF Attitude, which is one of the worst Ooh. video games that was ever made. Wow. Yeah I, f- yeah, I feel like a lot of them, like Mario 64, if you didn't get it with the console, was like 85 bucks. Yeah, I don't know if it Just ever got... Just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's my one good thing. So. That's part of the reason um, I bought a PlayStation. The discs were only 50 bucks. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do uh, everyone's favorite segment and repeat a one good thing Ooh. for the hundredth episode. I didn't know we were allowed to do that. <laughs> As if you don't, you well, we're not <laughs> technically, but it doesn't stop you ever. Um, no, I'm going to actually recommend the joke I just made about the Undertaker. That was for five people. Um, <laughs> thank you guys very much. Justin is one of them, so actually four. Um, I uh, I'm going to recommend. I just finished it, so I'm going to recommend it. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh wow! I just I uh, just finished it. I think it's probably in my top five games of all time. How many hours did you sink into that bad boy? Yeah, I would say probably like 60 or 70. And and that's not even like I looked like once you beat it, it tells you how many side quests and shrine quests there are and stuff. So I did 80 shrines and there's 120. Gotta finish them off, man. I'm not going to do it. Um, the game I beat the game I don't need any more heart containers um, so yeah so the, I left 40 shrines on the board I only did like 25 of the side quests and I think there's like 76 or something like that <sighs> and I still put like 60 hours into the game so it's a great game it's an amazing game the map is just I've never I've never played a game with a map like that where it's so interactive and it feels just amazing to explore you know Nintendo games as they used to be it used to have that joyous feeling of exploration and that's what i felt with this game yeah. so yeah anyway everyone's played it so i don't have to talk I about it's great more, but yeah. you it's should play it's it. really good it's an awesome game i need to get the switch right or is it also it's, it's also on the wii, wii u but get get it on the switch okay. i'm gonna get a switch if i when i do get a switch if you still haven't played it you can just borrow my wii u and okay play it. oh that's very kind of you you're welcome and you're, right. you're one good thing yeah b- because it's episode 100 i'm gonna do the justin classic and recommend two things. Yes. Okay. One of them is only for people here in Vancouver, which back on episode one, I would have assumed would be the majority of our audience. But here at episode 100, I know is a very small minority, <laughs> in fact. If you are here in Vancouver, uh, my recommendation is a restaurant. And it's in, uh, in Chinatown, actually, on Kiefer Street. It's called Juke. 
and they specialize in like comfort food, fried they chicken, specialize it in ribs, uh, in 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 boxes, corn dogs, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, corn dogs! But it, it's primarily a fried chicken restaurant. Okay, and it is honestly the best chicken I've ever had in my life. I went there yesterday with some friends for dinner, and it was spectacular. I will definitely make a point to go back there again. They even do takeout as well, so you can phone in advance. Just pop in, grab your chicken, and go. Friends, hey? Bragging. Juke fried chicken. Bragging. On Kiefer Street in Vancouver. But for those of you who are not in Vancouver, my recommendation is a video game for the PlayStation 4, which, Steph and I wish you would crack out again so we could play this together. It was the free game on PS Plus for the entire month of June, but as you're listening to this now, will no longer yeah, be the so case. Yeah, so fuck you. You, you, you only have price, to pay $25, oh, $25 for it, and I would say it's well worth it. It's called Killing Floor 2, and it is like uh, the zombies mode that was attached to like the Call of Duty Black Ops games, yeah. but instead of just being like a side game, somebody has taken that, that basic concept and turned that into an entire game unto itself. So it has like... 30 different maps that you can play through as opposed to like the three, I think, that are on Call of Duty. But regardless, it's a super fun first-person shooter that if you play online in like a platoon, if you all play as different character types, is like the most fun thing. I've been playing a shitload of that lately. Killing Floor 2. With his friends. For PlayStation 4. Bragging. I would love to play it with you guys too because you are my friends. I gotta go back and enjoy fried chicken with. I know, yeah. I like like it. I like like, uh, friends. (laughs) Put fried chicken in video games. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like fried chicken yeah. too, and I also like. Uh, well, Stefan even has a uh, even has a Slack uh, channel open right now. That's hashtag friend chicken. That's because so um, both together. I think John Hendren spelled it wrong. It was a typo, and then whenever there's like a typo in the Slack, we'll change the title of the Slack right, to right, reflect right. that typo. Yeah, yeah, you guys are super Just cool. Shame that person for as long as possible. Of, yeah, yeah exactly. that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. It's very, right. it's extremely. Yeah, yeah cool. you guys are cool as hell. All <laughs> you guys are cool. your fucking friends. Yeah, and shit. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool, man. And that, I mean, John, you have friends. Nah, man, you do. Like some of your friends have become our friends. That's true. My the course of 100 episodes. That's very true. My resolution for 2017 was no new friends. So, oh, okay, Drake. Uh, but then I realized that pretty, it's pretty lonely if you don't make new friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just lonely been, at the top, too. You're uh, very successful. Uh, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> not nearly as successful. Like, at least Drake has a mansion and shit, you know? Like, I had to move into, like, a less good place because uh, of a break. It's pretty good, anyway, though. What? Still yeah. Pretty no, good. yeah, it's a good place. Yeah, you yeah. saw it. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. I helped you move your television. You did. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, would you say that I was the hero for doing that? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not happening. Teasing tension for a future mailbag. So tune into that. But with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate has been Kevin Morissette. Our intern are the fine folks at SeatGeek, a very progressive company loaded top to bottom with nothing but ladies. And that's why we love them. Uh, (laughs) If you want to support the show on Patreon, you you can do so at patreon.com slash realgoodshow. To me, it gets funnier every time. I know that. I've noticed. It's like you. you It's like you telling people to donate to the show on Patreon episodes. It is a bit I do enjoy. Exactly. You can find us uh, at www.realgoodshow.com on Twitter at Real Good Show. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash group slash Real Good Show. And <laughs> Stefan is farting up a storm, so the sooner I can wrap this up, the better. I gotta get to LA, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the sign. Are you propelling yourself that, there with the gas plan, the yeah, whole with, time? With my ass. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna strap yourself to a bunch of drones and then fart your way down the coast? I'm just gonna do it with just the farts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the drones. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Sorry, John. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize you had your headphones off. <laughs> 
so you can hear that. Well, it also didn't help that you made a like really scrunchy face, and you're like, oh, Oh, did I? I made a face. Yeah, I didn't know I made a face. You made a face like I saw your poo face. (laughs) Oh yeah, I guess that was kind of. And you know, this great content. Why wouldn't you donate to the show? (laughs) Patreon.com/slash Real Good Show. Until next week, and for another hundred episodes. I've been Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. 100. Oh, I mean, I just farted, so. Yeah. And it's but it was, I guess it was the 100th. Does it smell? No. Okay. I can't smell it. That's good. I mean, it might smell, but it's I have a bit of It took us right like now. two years to get to what John said. It took us like 10 seconds. Yeah, I was just trying to, oh, I I was trying to do like a legacy. I missed the moment then, yeah. so we have to like wait. I was another, doing a legacy oh, thing. Yeah, well, like another two years. Another probably. 100 episodes, and I then said you farts, can do it again. So. You said farts. Yeah. So I mean, that's still... It's still a thing we do talk about a lot. A lot. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of farts... If I... <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I think like if... Oh, yeah, that's not going to smell if, if you had to go... <laughs> if someone could go through all the episodes... I'm pretty sure I'm leading... In terms of in terms of in episode on show farts, farts? Yeah. oh definitely, for sure. I think that's my first one. Yeah, you're really? the runaway leader by far. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. thought was, I thought it was gonna be close. You're the runs away leader. Am I right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, well, see ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> when there's no
posting this on my public Facebook page. It's only in the private groups that I'm members of. 